Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mana and Coffee. I am your host, Henry Hollow. Glad that you've carved out a few minutes to join us today. Uh, I hope that you find a little bit of mana, just enough for today, that you take the opportunity here to listen, to reflect on life, on scripture, on the convergence of the two, and what it means for us living in this crazy, messy world. Uh, I pray that you are willing to wonder, to question, to struggle, to be honest with yourself, um, and in this time, uh, find a little bit of hope, a little bit of nourishment as we journey forward together um, in faith. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Um, If you have recently joined the reboot, you'll notice that it's a little bit different in form and substance than what we were doing back in the summer of last year. We've created a reading list here at church for those who've wanted to participate that covers about 32 or 33 verses um, each day of the Gospel of Mark. We've been working our way through Mark in 21 days, and I'm pulling the, um, uh, the prompt, if you will, from... Uh, for the podcast from our daily readings in Mark and the reading for today, uh, the 26th, is Mark 14, 66 through 15, 15. So at this point in the story, uh, we are at the um, at the arrest and uh, moving towards the crucifixion of Jesus. Um, and towards the Uh, very beginning of today's reading, starting straight off in 66, um, we get this. Meanwhile, Peter was below in the courtyard. A woman, one of the high priest's servants, approached and saw Peter warming himself by the fire. She stared at him and said, You were also with the Nazarene, Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't understand what you're saying. He went out sighed into the outer courtyard, and a rooster crowed. Then a female uh, servant saw him and began a second time to say to those who were standing around, This man is one of them. But he denied it again. A short time later, those standing around saw Peter. You must be one of them, because you are a Galilean. But he cursed and he swore, I don't know the man you're talking about that very moment, a rooster crowed for a second time. Peter remembered what Jesus had said to him, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down, sobbing. It's always fun when we run into passages of accidental honesty, and this would be one of those passages of accidental honesty, I think. Um, Here we get this statement from Peter as he's cornered by these, you know, different individuals in a group in a courtyard saying, oh, you were one of them. You know, Jesus, you're a follower of the Nazarene. You must be, you are a Galilean. What else would you be doing here? And Peter makes this incredible statement. I don't know this man you're talking about. And it's worded a few different ways in different places. And I think Mark makes sure we get this wording for this very specific reason throughout the gospel of Mark, knowing Jesus is the core purpose of Mark's writing. It is the most important thing he wishes to communicate to his readers. Mark is all about 
the identity of Jesus. And here at the end with one of Jesus' closest followers, with one of a few of the inner circle, we have Peter who has been (laughs) hyper insistent every step of the way that he will be with Jesus no matter what. And all it took was a crowd, um, an armed mob, doing the type of thing I think Peter probably thought Jesus and his followers should be doing, arming themselves and taking control of, of the various aspects of life, overcoming the enemies enemies of God, as they would say, out there floating around. here. They're, they're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and we've lost, and this is not what I expected. And so when finally pushed, he says, I don't even know the person you're talking about. That's, think accurate, that's accidental honesty. And I think that's one of the questions Mark wants us to wrestle with. Do we really know Jesus? It's one thing to know things about Jesus. Peter knew a lot about Jesus, more, I would argue, than any of us know now. He had first-person encounters that we will never get knowledge far beyond any of what the text passed down. He knows Jesus' snoring habits. He knows uh, whether or not Jesus smacked when he chewed on his food. He knows everything about Jesus, and yet he manages to know nothing that matters. Um, At least that's the message we get here at this moment. So I don't want us to pursue facts about Jesus. Knowing facts about Jesus with no transformation, no change of life, is utterly meaningless. Mark's question for us, the question that I would think Peter goes on to ask once he comes back um, in full force, is do we really know? Do we really know Jesus? Because to know Jesus is to be transformed by Jesus. It's to understand what Jesus' purpose is. It's to want what Jesus wants. It's to live how Jesus lived. It's to do what Jesus would do. So do you know Jesus? There are moments in life where we, like Peter, would be very honest if we said, I don't even know the person you're talking about. But that's not the goal. So may we come to know, truly know, Jesus. And if it takes the type of honesty that Peter accidentally gets to here, then let us be honest enough to understand that we have a lot more to understand. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.